Hello and welcome back to Lapsed Gamer Radio. I'm your host for today, Adam, and uh, as is usual, when in, I don't host very often, so it's something a bit different. You're here for a ballyhoo, but before I tell the listeners what this ballyhoo's about, I'm going to introduce my co-hosts for today. So hello, Andy, Chazzy, and Mark. How are you all doing, guys? Hello. Hello. Good. So... You guys have only, we've fast approaching 200 episodes, mm-hmm. and I've only been allowed to cover this subject matter once, but we're here again. <laughs> I've got some special lyrics for you, we'll see how fast, <laughs> if I read these out, fans can figure out what we are doing. Uh, blue Streak, Blue Streak, Blue Streak speeds by, Sonic the Hedgehog, too fast for the naked eye, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic, he can really move. Sonic, he's got an attitude. Oh, I know, Sonic, I know, he's the I know. Fastest thing I know, alive. I know, I know. Is it the, the is it the nineteen ninety nine uh, American Buddy Cop starring Martin Lawrence called Blue Streak? <laughs> <laughs> no, I d- if we can figure out a way to do a ballyhoo that's somehow that, we'll, we'll do that for episode three hundred. As a promise. Uh, no, we're doing Sonic the Hedgehog, not the nineties cartoon that I was just quoting. But the 2020 action adventure comedy mu- movie directed by Jeff Fowler in his feature film direct- directorial debut, written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller, based on the popular video game franchise published by Sega. Which, as if you guys haven't, if people haven't listened to uh, the brilliant episode back in the day, I think it was me, Stuart, and Lee did an episode on the Sonic trilogy of Mega Drive games. And it, we were recording for about two and a half hours, and then the boy said to me, Adam, we got to stop. This is too much. So we didn't really cover all of them. Uh, so yeah, go back and listen to that. Um, but yeah, so thanks, guys, for indulging in a Sonic movie. Um, so this film came out in February 14th, 2020 in the US, uh, just before COVID kind of really hit in. Uh, runtime of 99 minutes, a budget of 85 to 90 million, and a box office of 319.7 million. Oof. Which Andy, when we were recording, you had said that this made it the biggest uh, cinema release of a video game franchise in history, I guess? No, in America. It's the biggest one in America. In America, yeah. okay. So. Okay. I do wonder how much of this was buoyed by the fact that we were on that cusp of COVID shutdown, because I went to see this in a cinema. Because a friend of the show, Chris, said to me, do you want to go see it? Who knows when we'll be able to go to the cinema again? And I was like, screw it, let's go. Mm-hmm. And we went into lockdown like three weeks after this, I think it was. Uh, Under the and for the longest time, it was the, highest, it was the highest grossing film in 2020 for ages because of that fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you look at it, when you take away the Japanese and Chinese films, it's number three. So it's Bad Boys for Life, Tenant, and then Sonic. But yeah. In terms of bloody we- hell! In terms of Western releases, hmm. did any of the rest of you see it in cinemas? No. Oh hell no! No, 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 no. <laughs> like, no I don't like. I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't really like Sonic apart from Sonic Mania. It was really good. Really enjoyed Sonic Mania, and really liked yeah, Sonic, Sonic and really All Stars racing karting games. Loved those, mm. um, but I'm not a big Sonic fan at all. Um, so I wasn't going to go and see it at the cinema. Uh, so I had to wait until it was on streaming services. Spoiler alert. I didn't hate it. Wow. Ooh. Have you turned the yeah, corner? Yeah, we can kind of get into it. Yeah. 
This is it. I'm fully Sonic pilled now. That's it. <laughs> yes. One of us. One of us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Your hair's going to be blue. <laughs> I'm going to add that That's new it, yeah. open world 3D Sonic game onto my most anticipated games list. Exactly. Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. Sonic yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It stars James Marsden, Ben Schwartz. Tika Sumptum, Natasha Rothwell, Adam Pally, Neil McDonough, and Jim Carrey. It is the first instalment of a planned Sonic the Hedgehog film series. The film follows Sonic the Hedgehog, voiced by Schwartz, a hedgehog who can run supersonic speeds and teams up with local sheriff Tom Wachowski, uh, played by James Marsden, to stop the sinister mad scientist Dr. Robotnik, who seeks to use Sonic's superpowers to conquer the Earth. Does anybody want to say anything else before we proper dive into the plot of this movie? Um, no, I'll keep my powder dry for now. That's it, yeah. Okay. Okay. On a distant planet, Sonic, the anthropomorphic blue hedgehog who can run at supersonic speed, is chased by a tribe of echidnas for his powers. His guardian, Longclaw the Owl, which he refers to as Obi-Wan Kenobi, gives him a big bang of rings that open up portals to other planets. She uses one to send him to Earth, or she stays behind to hold off the echidnas. First point here, made no sense. She literally had her back to the uh, <laughs> ring. She could have just popped backwards and they'd have both been together. Yes. She had no need to hold him off because she clearly died during that incident or whatever. Or and the, like, What was she going to do against him in their hole? Nothing. Nothing. Idiot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just stop him going through uh, it. Kind of cool here when you see Sonic whizzing around the planet. It's kind of a 3D like recreation of the Green Hill Zone or the Emerald Hill Zone, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Sonic 1 or 2. Looks pretty cool. Anyway, 10 years later, Sonic enjoys a secret life near the town of Green Hills, Montana, where Sonic is a lonely little boy. He plays pranks on the local sheriff, John Wachowski, pisses about with a turtle whilst listening to Queen Don't Stop Me Now. Uh, he lovingly calls Tom Donut Lord and his veterinarian wife Pretzel Lady. And he sneaks by the window with them and watches movies such as Speed, which I absolutely love. Uh, the pair are planning to relocate to San Francisco as Tom is bored by the lack of action in Green Hill. And he is offered a job at the San Francisco Police Department. Uh, one night, Sonic is feeling upset at his loneliness by playing baseball by himself. Not quite sure where to decide that Sonic has this love of baseball. He's never been in a baseball game, from what I know. Uh, he starts running at such high speeds, he triggers an electromagnetic pulse, which causes a large-scale power outage across the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Wade is Tom's in box as a cop who cannot do a damn thing, can't even use the phone. Um, whilst this power cut's happened, John- Tom discovers one of Sonic's quills, which are superpowers. The United States... Uh, Department of Defense reluctantly enlists the service of eccentric robotist and scientific genius Dr. Robotnik, referred to as a lab rat with teeth, to determine the cause. Cue Jim Carrey appearing and doing Jim Carrey type things. Uh, Sonic is in a state of shock at this point and flees from his undercover undercover home, underground home. Uh, but Tom discovers Sonic in his shed and shoots him with a tranquilizer dart, puts him in a. Um, uh, what they call it, cage. And so, uh, whilst this is all happening, his bag of rings accidentally gets dropped and a portal opens, puts it on top of some building instead of the mushroom planet that he planned to go to, which is the mushroom planet from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. 
Tom hesitantly agrees to help Sonic and the two flee when confronted by Robotnik, who shows up to investigate and enables Tom a terrorist. They end up at a bar called the Piston Pit and the two slowly become friends. Tom finds himself sympathetic to Sonic's desire for real friends. Sonic makes a bucket list, which they help um, complete several entries along the journey. We get a montage of him doing a bunch of these stuff. We also seemingly have that must-have scene where anybody that's quick does basically the Quicksilver scene from X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, but this one is in the form of a bar fight. He eats a chili dog and farts. It's hilarious. In the cinema, that probably got the biggest laugh by all the children that were there. Uh, Sonic falls asleep, and the last thing on his list is to make a real friend. Um, Robotnik tracks them down. Uh, they fight off several mechanized pursuit drones sent by Robotnik, one of which Sonic takes out using a spin dash and then dabs to celebrate. Fucking kids stood up in the cinema and started dabbing when this happened. <laughs> Just if anyone's in any doubts as to the kind of audience that were at the cinema with me watching this. Uh, there's all kinds of gadgets, like little doctors and uh, little helicopters and crap that kind of look a little bit like the badniks from the movies, but not. Sonic ends up badly injured. Robotnik recovers one of the quills, analyzes and discovers it holds almost limitless amount of power. He decides he's got to capture Sonic to use him for his machines. Uh, they go to San Francisco because the building where the rings fell is on top of a pyramid there. Uh, Tom's got a sister-in-law that's kind of insane about him and doesn't think she should be married to him. Uh, Tom explains the situation. Sonic gets a cool new pair of red sneakers to replace his ones that are wrecked. When I was re-watching this, I actually thought, oh, I bet when Sonic 2 comes out, they sell an NFT of these shoes. <laughs> um <laughs> Roponic arrives now dressed in his customary red suit, piloting an advanced hovercraft powered by the Quill. Sonic taunts Robotnik and calls him Eggman because of his egg-shaped drones. Uh, despite Sonic match, uh, Robotnik matching his speed, Sonic fights off the drones and uses one of the rings, picking up, makes a ring sound, obviously, to send Tom and Maddie back to Green Hill Zone to protect them. They have a big fight. They go all around the world, San Francisco, France, China, and Egypt. Um doing a bunch of the bucket lift stuff before ending up back at Green Hill. Robotnik knocks Sonic unconscious, but then all the town folk kind of start talking about Sonic's their friend and magically reawakes, a little bit like when Trinity kisses Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> uh, Sonic defeats Robotnik by opening a portal to send him to the Mushroom Planet and through the force of an electromagnetically powered spin dash. Following the incident, Tom and Maddie decide to stay in Green Hill and let Sonic live with them in a cool loft apartment. The government agrees to hide Sonic's existing existence by raising all evidence of the events, including Robotnik, and they offer to give the, uh, Tom and Maddie a $50 Olive Garden <laughs> gift card if they play their part in keeping things quietly and thanking for them for service. Three months later, we see Robotnik still stuck on the Mushroom World, shaved his head and grown his moustache to look all curly and fuzzy like how it does in the games. He's still got that one quill and some other um, equipment and he swears to return to Earth by Christmas and get revenge on Sonic. Cue credits where there's a really cool 16-bit remake of the movie plot that I really wish um, was made into a game. Mm -hmm. And this is interrupted by a stinger where a certain squeaky-voiced young two-tailed fox emerges from a ring portal on Earth to search for Sonic. 
this got huge cheer too by some kid yelling out tails um <laughs> suffice to say that cheer was not as loud as some of the cameos that happened in spider-man uh no way home and that's the plot of sonic the hedgehog the movie guys Bosh. hey adam so yeah rock connaissance hey rock, rock connaissance agent rock yeah 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 Come on, Agent Rock, we've got to go. Why don't you... And he throws it and he goes, oh, Yeah, and he's like, Rock Connaissance, and then starts laughing manically to himself. I've oh, got to say, like, Jim Carrey was a delight in this film. Very much back, back on form, wasn't he? It's like one of those ones where it's yeah. like, he's been away for a long time and he's mm-hmm. come back. But the good thing... What I noticed He didn't about go it, full goofy Well, this uh, is it. I think he toned it down. Yeah, but it, it was toned down enough that it was actually... You weren't yep. on, you, you know, your teeth weren't on edge for the whole film. Yeah. Like, it was yeah, actually he's not considered. Like Ventura full mm. Yeah. This. He's like a step back from that. Yeah. But also, uh, I want to say, is worked, it the first right? time he's played a villain in in this, in this that kind of, like, crazy? Oh, in a comedy, Oh, no, he played the yeah. Grinch. Did you count the Grinch? Grinch, Grinch is yeah, probably a villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to work out if he'd played a villain before. He doesn't the Grinch get. Oh, the Riddler. The Grinch gets ridiculous. Yeah. But then again, he was massively over the top in that, wasn't he? Yeah, it was yeah. but yeah, it was just dialed back enough to take all the ed- like round all the edges off and actually make it, you know, tolerable. And the thing is, Robotnik doesn't really have a character other than no. being, other than bullying robots mm. and being cranky at Sonic. He has no real character, even in the three D games. Like I just played that sodding I mean, uh, Sonic Cl- Colors remaster, and in that he spends the whole time just arguing with a couple of robots. Like you watch him in Sonic Boom. In the, the the cartoon, don't worry. I've watched a lot of Sonic recently. <laughs> so tell me about Sonic. Um, he, he's got quite a, a he's knowledge. got quite an interesting he's got quite an interesting character in that. In as much as he's kind of he's actually quite pally with Sonic, but also their nemesis at the same time, and they they sort of josh uh, with each other and stuff. So I think it might be some of the performance he's sort of taken out of the the couple of animes that they made. Hmm. Um, I apologise in advance. I am going to spend quite a bit of this discussion probably comparing and contrasting with Detective Pikachu which is the last yes video game that, themed yeah. film we watched no I, I think there's a fair comparison there um, is I, I know it wasn't on that show but you guys um, spent a long time talking about who the hell was Detective Pikachu for mm, yeah. and I this on the re like obviously when I was in the cinema it was pretty clear who this movie was for sure yeah but when i'm sat on my own and a little bit more bored because it's not my first time seeing it i spent a lot of my time thinking who on earth is this movie for there's there's there are there is the odd like innuendo joke there's one about balls somewhere along in there yeah some of dr robotnik's more zany stuff definitely would go over a kid's head Mm -hmm. so then i was like is this film it's the same thing like it was intended to set up a franchise it needs to make Mm. close to 500 million if that's ever going to happen so is it that they just put enough stuff in that would entertain adults but know that like a kid that would watch Mm, sonic boom needs to get enough out of this movie yeah Yeah. um but it's still a weird mix i mean if you think about sonic came out in the 90s so if you yeah, thirty years. So those the dads will be taking the kids to go. So see it's it. a massive nostalgia play. Right? Yeah, in, in but there one weren't respect, that many. Then... Like aside from um, one reference to Obi Wan Kenobi and a, a line that I, I can't tell if it was a King of the Hill reference or not, when he says like the raccoons are back. <gasps> Dad, the raccoons are back. Um, 
there was there wasn't many like references from like people of an age to be nostalgic for Sonic. There was um, lots of visual stuff, like you were saying about the bad badniks earlier, and you see like yeah. there's I bits of tape know, on yeah. on yeah. on buttons that like say badniks and like. <laughs> I just you yeah, know, like I say mean, the shoes are the shoes are the shoes and but what I mean is like given. Detective Pikachu had like Seinfeld references and stuff yeah. like that. No, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. more like and there's less a, overt. Uh, I'm not particularly well versed in Sonic lore, so I, yeah. I didn't know that there was a mushroom world in Sonic, and I thought that maybe was it? it was a Mario reference. I thought it was a dig. <laughs> no, I thought it was a the dig. Very first dig at Nintendo. The very first level on Sonic and Knuckles is a mushroom world. Oh, I thought when he's like, "Oh, it's this mushroom world, and it's just mushrooms, and it sucks." I was like, "Is that yeah, supposed to be like, a reference oh God, to the Mushroom like a Kingdom?" That's a Nintendo reference. Mm. Yeah, but I, I had no idea. For the, it could be both. To guess for the sequel, that's how he meets Knuckles. Right, that makes sense because we know Knuckles has been cast. It's like Indra Elba in the sequel. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. Um, but yeah, still, back to that point, this is just such a weird... I don't think, like you're saying, there's not enough stuff for adults in there that would keep it sustainable. And I'm not sure whether it's there's quite it's enough anything. there for it to compete Ooh. as like a mega kids franchise. Like, I don't think it's going to become the next Minions, to be honest. I don't think. I, I think it's more for your sort of Disney tween crowd rather than your yeah. little little kids, if that makes sense. I mean, there was enough in there to keep me entertained. Um, I'll, I'll, I've, I've got a bunch of bullet notes that I wrote down, and there's one that um, you mentioned uh, in your in your summary, Adam. Um, and there's actually three scenes where they do this, where they basically, I don't want to say rip off, but. Uh, no, that's great. Yeah. They rip off um, Quicksilver scenes from various yeah. X-Men films. So there's the first one where Sonic is introducing you to his cave and, like, he's playing table tennis with himself. And that's basically the mm-hmm. scene when Professor X and uh, Magneto go and meet Quicksilver for the first time and he's living in the basement and he's, like, zooming all over the place and playing table tennis against himself and whatnot. And then, like, the, the, the one that was, like, more... Um, more obvious was the yeah the bar fight scene the bar fight yeah where everything slowed down and and you see it from Sonic's perspective as he's like moving f- fast but it's 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 almost exactly the same thing where he's like moving people's arms and stuff around so that they'll be all messed up when time goes back to normal again but it's just it's not as well put together and it's not set to as a memorable piece of music as the because the, the that mm-hmm. quicksilver scene was like time in a bottle by tim croce which is like really slow acoustic song set to this you know that scene and then yeah. the third one was like when they're on the edge of the um skyscraper building uh, and all the rockets are coming in and then like oh, the rockets, time yeah, stops yeah. and that was like the scene in um, X Men Apocalypse or Days of Future Pants, one of those two, when like the uh, Xavier's build house blows up and Quicksilver rescues everyone, and it's set to uh, any oh, what was the arrhythmic song? I can't remember anyway. Um, but all three of those scenes were much better than the equivalents in the Sonic film, I thought. Yeah, I totally agree, but well, I see what they're trying to do, like. Well, they- if you Sorry. want to show uh, someone moving really, really quickly, uh, so everything to their their perspective slows down, like 
they kind of nailed it in those X-Men films and they've tried to copy it. And they're like, did you ever see the Snyder cut? Have any of you seen mm-hmm. that? Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. The Flash stuff's very similar in that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah when he saves that woman at the, from the getting hit by a bus or whatever. Um, but it's... Yep. Um, yeah, but it's just it's just yeah. not as fun. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right, sorry, Chazzy. No, it's all off. good. But it was just that thing of the um, that like that whole bar fight gets initiated, but but he doesn't move, and it's really jarring. Like it's not like he sort of lurches forward and then everything stops. He's just stood there chatting to someone, and then everyone stops moving, and then he and then it all initiates. And, like no one's actually moved. It's not like again with those quicksilver scenes where everyone's just got that ever so slight bit of movement so you know that time's moving, oh, yeah, still yeah, moving yeah. forward yeah like, everything, just, everyone's moving very slowly you can see the bullets very slowly moving towards people yeah. and yeah mm, yeah there's uh that first quicksilver quick scene yeah. that one that fight in the kitchen that that scene is so good yeah the rest of the film there's is none of so that much in detail in that, yeah. yeah but then in this it's just like everyone's completely static mm-hmm. and then he does his thing and it just there's something really jarring about it, and it, it does that all three times as well. Like you say, it's overused as massive. Yeah, and also it's like I don't know that the, the musical choices weren't as memorable. Mm. No, exactly, exactly. And again, weird musical choices. Like obviously, are you putting Queen "Don't Stop Me Now" for the kid, for the dads that are in there, who are going to be like yeah. rocking to it. It's like it's just weird. Yeah. I think what's what's strange. We don't even follow their own rules though, because when there's fighting Robotnik at the end. Hmm. Robotics moving. You know? yeah. no, that's because no. he's got the quill. No, we'll come on to that. Machine. I will come on to that actually because <laughs> there's something I want to talk about that. But he um, matches, that's because he's got the quill inside his uh, robotic. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I've got some thoughts late. on that. Um, well, before we leave the bar interrogation, the the, the bar scene, um, when Robotnik turns up uh, in like the next scene and he's asking people, and he's talking to that big that big butch dude in the neck brace. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. there's a really, really weird cut where, like, um, Robotnik's being a dick to him and the guy, like, stands up and he's, like, a big beefy guy and then it cuts to instantly the guy being thrown through a window. Well, you just yeah. see him smash through the window, but it's just, it's just like a... And then uh, just a second of that and then it cuts straight to Robotnik walking out of the bar. And it's just yeah. a really weird edit. No, I think that's that whole... where he says right at the start because obviously he gets punched right at the start by the... By Tom, whatever his name is, the, the donut lord. By and, um, um, like he says, I've only ever been hit twice. Fucking like, no, Cyclops, no, man, yeah. twice in my life. It's another. It's a, that's the that's the X Men link. That's James Marsden, Cyclops from the old X Men. That's films. it, right? Yeah, yeah. I love so, seeing like, James Marsden in a film again. <laughs> He's. I, really, like, I, I, I quite liked him in this. Yeah, but I just think now that's yeah, a reference a to that Renaissance, isn't he? Since, yeah, uh, Westworld. It feels like I've got to say, um, uh, uh, just to again compare and contrast with. Detective Pikachu, um, mm. the, uh, the 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 cast overall a lot more memorable than in Detective Pikachu. James mm. Marsden much more enjoyable to watch than Justice whatever his name is in Detective Pikachu. Yep. Oh, he's he's de- definitely um, doing a budget yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, but he's 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 likable. He's very yeah. likable in it. Um, he's more likable. Than Jim Carrey, sure. yeah, probably for sure. Yeah, Jim Carrey, much more memorable than whatever the fuck Bill Nye was doing in Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only, but then on the flip side, in Detective Pikachu, they they let Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds, and oh, yeah. in Sonic, they yeah. didn't let Ben Schwartz be Ben Schwartz. 
Yeah, he wasn't like his parts and rec character. No, or like Sonic, or his the stuff he does in Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Like if if you get someone like Ben Schwartz, you like I don't know, write jokes that suit his character. You know, I mean, anyone could have done that voice. Ben Schwartz is hilarious, and there weren't any Ben Schwartz jokes in there. (laughs) Nothing, none of none of his humor. So, um, I don't know. That was a bit of a... I, of a I guess it's hard, isn't it? And this is one of those things a lot of people talk about the Mario movie. Like, how much is Mario going to be Chris Pratt versus whatever character the screenwriters yeah. want Mario Ooh. to be in that movie? Mm-hmm. I guess in this, they decided Sonic was going to be what he is, like a little... Just kind a of kid. like a teenage kid, kid yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, with, like, ADHD. <laughs> and that was what yeah. they stuck to. And there was no real w- wiggle room. And I guess... Owing to the fact that none of Ben Schwartz's humour is in there, there wasn't much room for um, like improv-, improv or anything either, I guess. Yeah, Which, and I mean... like these yeah. comedy vehicles would have, wouldn't they? But Like, for instance, when, when they hired Chris Pratt to play the main character in the Lego movie, that works perfectly because the main character is just a schlub. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's, he's, a, average Joe, he's yeah. a completely inconsequential schlub. Um, and th- that's the perfect role for a Chris Pratt. Um, this role, I don't, yeah, I just think uh, the uh, bench was a bit wasted on it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's hard to. If he was a draw for the movie, he'd come out disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I can't so, imagine yeah. he would be though. Like, I don't know what the Venn diagram no. of John <laughs> Ralphio like, fans oh. and yeah. Sonic fans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tommy T, you just missed the craziest of crazies. Clubs, girls, dancing, naked, mom, argument, police, fleeing the seat, hiding in a dumpster, coming here, crashing on your couch for a week because technically I'm homeless. Hey, mustache. I'm going to hit the couch. You know, Abba. Are they a bit tired by the cartoons? Because there's been five cartoons. So we're sort of looking for something. I don't know. No. No. All those cartoons are so different. Like the, yeah, the two in the nineties really are so different in yeah. tone. Like one's like a proper comedy, and then one's like really weird. dark and yeah. grimy yeah, and gritty, and, just yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah, and I remember liking the uh, the comical one as a kid, and then where whatever point it switched over on TV, I just didn't get the dark one at all right. like it was everything was missing my brother being younger than me he got it even less yeah, they are at varying levels definitely yeah like it's like post-apocalyptic weird world well, yeah. that second 90s series yeah um yeah like his sonic's part of like a cabal of animals that are like a yeah. resistance kind of thing it's so weird <laughs> um so yeah so i don't think it, and again sonic doesn't really have a character the no, best no. sonic games are where sonic's a mute like mm. Mm. yeah but what I did think was quite interesting, they they made it very that made it very video gamey as a as a as a film was the fact that they they do what video games do, which is show you all the powers, then take all the powers away, mm. and then give him all his powers back slowly mm-hmm. yeah. over time, which is what like most video game like that's the cliche video game thing, right? Mm. You know, yeah. Well, it's also like you know the classic three act structure. Yeah, the exactly. two your characters yeah. got to be at yeah. the lowest points and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like when you say like Sonic doesn't have much of a character, you think that would be the perfect blank canvas for them to do whatever the hell they wanted with it? Because like Pikachu doesn't have a character. No, um, I don't think he's. I mean, really they literally had to invent one. Pikachu. So yeah, I was just... going to say this Pikachu is actually 
the guy's dad, right? It's not a Pikachu. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah So they him, they wrote their way into being able to yeah. give Pikachu a character, and then let Ryan Reynolds just do what he does. Yeah, and Reynolds yeah, that's true. knight it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for me, it's very much <laughs> a they let him do what he does in every film. Superman. <laughs> This one, feel. Superman. Go on, yeah. that's a leap. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, the thing about it, <laughs> Superman, the first one, is mm. the hero sent to Earth, um, mm-hmm. Krypton destroyed. He's sent to yeah. Earth by his guardian, uh, substitute, and Superman for his parents. He comes to Earth, discovers his powers. Um, He's in a small town. A small town. Yeah, okay. You know, small rural town. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, has to go off to the big city. That's it. Big city and save the world. Save yeah, the world. all right. Yeah. I'm going to give you that. I had my doubts when you started talking, Andy, but <laughs> turns out you were right. It's, it's a variation <laughs> of the Superman story. That's all. It just oh, felt, yeah, it totally is. Yeah. You know, he discovers that he wants to protect Earth. He wants to stay. You know. And this seems about being an outcast, yeah. kind of, and not yeah. quite fitting in. Mm. Yeah. So which one is, is Richard Pryor going to show up in? <laughs> they got the one where they discover the fortress of solitude. There'll be some kind of equivalent of that. Oh, will play Ray the flying squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> first character that popped in my I head. Left like, or something. Yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah. see the Superman analogy, but yeah, it kind of, kind of fits. I'm buying it. I'm uh, buying yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> All right, um, I was going to say something else as well. Is there is there is far too much just two people talking in the car in this film? I reckon you could have knocked out a good twenty minutes. I mean, it, it, like, it kind of it's fine because um, it would have been. More, I would think it would have been more enjoyable if if I'm going to keep Harry's point, but if if there was more Ben Schwartz in the Sonic character. Yeah. But um, I don't know the the chemistry between Sonic and and James Marsden's characters much better than it was between. Pikachu mm. and the yeah, main so they, they hammer that home the characterization a lot in this. Like, they, yeah, it is. There's a lot of like, yeah, yeah. a lot of talking. It, like, like you say, they, it does feel like they didn't just lean on the set pieces, which is quite interesting. Yeah, but they're also, I guess, they're trying to make you feel emotionally yeah. attached to a character that doesn't have a character <laughs> yeah. or didn't really before. Yeah, because otherwise that entire end scene means nothing. Nothing. You don't give a shit about exactly. Sonic, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. That's it. And like, and all, even the lead up to that, him feeling lonely, you don't care if you don't like Sonic. That's yeah. it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's ninety nine minutes. It's not a long movie. No, it's no, the perfect it's a, length for a film. No. Films are too yeah. long these days. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, my, it's funny you say that. My wife's like, oh, because cinemas have been open, shut, open, shut, and they just opened again. Mm. Hopefully, I see it. They stay open now. My yeah. wife was like, oh, we can go and see the Batman film when it comes out, <laughs> can't we? I was like, yeah, sure, if you want. And then it's just come out this three hours long, and she's like, I ain't going to that. Go on your own. Like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cut it down a bit. Because she sat through Dark Knight Rises with me and kind of didn't like it. So it's like, okay, I think I'm on my own. Three hours in the dark. Yeah, you're not going to enjoy three hours of Batman. Batman. Yeah. This is gonna be dark. Especially that one. Email dark. Yeah. So yeah, no film should be longer than an hour and a half. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> but they also shouldn't be too much under that have... as well. Yeah. No. Yeah. Too. <laughs> like, yeah. Any lower than that, there's not enough room to breathe. If your film's like, only eighty minutes long, you didn't try hard enough. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't fit one more scene of ten minutes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, quick question uh, one to the um, oh, go on, go ahead. Well, go quick on. question to the Sonic uh, experts in the room: um, Does Sonic go Super Saiyan in the games? 
Uh, he does mm-hmm. not like that. But not like that. He turns into supersonic. No. Yeah, well, supersonic. The Chaos yeah. emeralds. Mm. Right. I guess they're saving that for the inevitable sequels and the acquisition of Chaos Emeralds. Because the thing right. was, I was trying to get my head around the lightning thing, and apparently I looked that up, <sighs> and that, that is a thing in a couple of the games. Yeah, that, like Sonic like, 3 introduced a lightning shield that would pull in rings and let you bounce. I want to say like a sort of dash or something, they were, they were saying, like there, there was a couple of them. Yeah, there. it's power up in that. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, what's it, it's called the Thunder Shield or Thunder Barrier. Yeah. Um... I think in Sonic Adventure he does something similar to yeah. this with the blue eyes, but it's not quite the same. So his yeah, but his Super Saiyan thing is definitely becoming uh, supersonic, and then he can also become they, yeah. But I mean, they've definitely well. amped it up in this. They've just taken that idea and run off, run wholeheartedly yeah, with, it. with it. Yeah, for for film. Yeah. Whilst we're talking about canon, I guess the warp ring thing. Yeah. Kind of invented for this film okay in this capacity it did exist in the uh comic book made by archie comics right, <laughs> right. um but this explicitly called warp rings and they're only like in-game appearance has been in like the mobile games like um sonic dash that we were talking about before to mm. exist in that but interestingly the warp rings in the comic book enabled Sonic to have a crossover comic with Mega Man <laughs> of all oh. characters because they oh, really? also own the rights to Archie Comics also own the rights to Mega Man as well. Really? Um, what, in, in yeah. comic form? There's, yeah. In not, comic form, right, there's okay. a not very IP, successful though. line of Mega Man comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the only other comparison you could have is the, the uh, giant rings, which are pretty prevalent in the games the mm. ones that you used to get to the special stages yeah. um mm. from they've been in various different iterations but they are slightly different in that they are always giant versus these rings which are yeah. little and yeah. become giant just want to clarify that bit of sonic can Hello. Yeah. <laughs> one use only as well uh, either, basically yes they disappear after which is the same as the giant rings to be mm. fair once you've jumped in if you've fail or pass the special zone in Sonic then you can't jump back in and try again you have to find another one in another level um, nice. but yeah any other Sonic quest- uh, canon questions whilst we're here <laughs> um, I'm here all night to answer them mm, no, not yet I'm no, sure should we say. talk about we haven't touched on Sonic's appearance and how <laughs> they have to make it look closer to canon so this is the thing right Is what I'm, so from what I'm led to believe the story and all the scenes were there but yep. they just completely screwed up the the character design for Sonic, right? Did they? So this did film they that up? we watched was the film. They didn't go back and go, ah, now we've no, they got just did the re- they this. just did the, re- no. did the CG, just the faces. But did they yeah. screw up the face? But this is or the did, thing. Or did they? The did they really get it right the first time round and then ruin it? Yeah. No, know. they did not. No. Look at that <laughs> thing. It's it is so a nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's hideous. Because <laughs> they tried to make it more look more like a hedgehog than they tried. To make it look like the actual character, yeah, and hedgehog mixed with they just a got human. that wrong, yeah. But it's just interesting full, to like, think that there could have been teeth. a film that was still good and had all those performances from like Carrie and all that, you know, yeah. and all that kind of great back and forth dialogue and characterization, with but with the most horrendous like <laughs> hedgehog blue weird blue hedgehog that you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, all they would have needed and to have done is gone in and replaced the the, the um, 
Sonic I do wonder if there was like an, there's like an edit that they did afterwards to make it more like the video games. You know, like like that ending sequence you took you were talking about earlier, Adam. Like that was added in just to kind of like really, really tie in. I don't think so because they. I guess there was that big a bash backlash, and it already had a release date, didn't it? And yeah, they only pushed I mean. it back by a couple of months to redo the CG. I don't know if it included any. Yeah, I just wonder if there was extensive any... reshot yeah, work. It'd be really interesting. But he looked going back to how terrible he looked. So there's a whole bunch of things like weird, like little eyes, um, like full set of human teeth in his mouth, yeah. which just looked absurd. Like not, they weren't yeah. cartoony in the least bit. And then the worst thing was like the muscly legs, like yeah. legs like Usain yeah. Bolt. Usain Bolt's legs, but then looks like weird skinny body, like a sprinted yeah, body. It was, it was so ugly. Yeah. Versus now, Baby Sonic looked super cute. Yeah. People were into babies then because think of the context. Baby Yoda was like in the zeitgeist right here. Yeah. Um, like he had just, Mandalorian had just been released. And then like growing up, Sonic looks fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like Sonic. Yeah, like his legs yeah. are maybe a tiny bit too long. I did like gonna... um, the little reference. What, what's the name of the the guy in town that everyone thinks is crazy? Oh, he's yeah, crazy Blue Devil. Uh, Carl or something like yeah. that. And he's Blue holding Devil's it when he holds up the picture, Carl. and it's like that that meme of a bad picture of Sonic. It's been <laughs> on the Sonic, internet yeah, for yeah. years. Yes. That's that's the picture he holds up to show people in the bar the the, the Blue, De- no, Blue Devil. Yeah, picture's good. The only thing I would it's say about with... that. Yeah, go on. Oh, go on. I was just going to say, it's the one with like all the weird spikes coming out of the back of it and like yeah. weird yeah. long arms that yeah. everybody's seen. It is, that is kind of a fun, again, a funny little callback to like, it's not a Sonic canon, but like the zeitgeist or like the memes of Sonic, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Then, Do you reckon in the next one they'll, they'll delve into the world of Uganda Knuckles? Do you know the way? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That'd be well interesting. But yeah. He's like a big, beefy one, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't look right. And he's got like eyes that are off, aren't they? Kind of. I wish they just might. Yeah. It looks yeah. very much like cats or something. Yeah, but yeah, very yeah, the same thing I've happened in, it, in Cats. They they released a trailer and people reacted really badly to the trailer, so they went back in and Yeah, because they uh, still missed stuff, didn't they? Like, random didn't scenes just have people's because... like human hands being there. It's the thing about Judy Dench's wedding ring being there. From from what I understand with Yeah, from, from what I understand with that is that the studio saw like the uh, the test cut of the film, and got cold feet and basically pulled all the funding, so they didn't have enough money yeah. to finish off the, the visual effects, <laughs> which is why it's such a fucking mess <laughs> visually. Um, somebody else was about to say something. I was going to say, yeah, no, it's just the fact that the um in the characters of design, I wish they'd have made the decision to either go, is it fur or is it spikes? Because sometimes yeah. he puffs himself up like it's fur. Sometimes they zoom in on him and he's got like these weird plastic spikes. Yeah, because there's that bit where he, go, he, he goes into him, the sea. As far as I'll go, you run to San Francisco and he runs and then comes straight back. Yeah. And yeah, he shakes himself and puffs up like a puffy dog <laughs> thing and it's fur. But then, yeah, apparently these quite big quills can be individually picked from him and maintain their shape kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just couldn't. Well, hedgehogs have have uh, quills and fur. Really? I'm not. Yeah, they have fur in oh, between I the just, quills. You know, to me, it was just going to be like, oh, it's like just that? quills. 
Um, hedgehogs have. Uh, I mean, I've. I've <laughs> well, did that just be his head? I've rescued a few. Wouldn't it just be his head that's got the quills uh, rather than the yeah. whole thing? Um, I mean. Oh, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, you're right. They do have little fur. Really? Okay, well, I, I'll retract that then. But yeah, it was just that thing of like, I was just expecting him to be all quills. But. Yeah, there's no like the soft underbelly yeah, part is fur, furry, and around yeah. the face is furry, yeah. and then in between the quill, quills is all furry. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It makes yeah. sense. Fair enough. Plus, he's yeah, an alien. Yeah. So you know. he's an alien hedgehog. So yeah, the normal rules don't apply. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Close. So, did anyone have a problem with the weird musical notes. number that Jim Carrey does in the middle of this? Where he's dancing about in his lab. <laughs> no, I loved that scene. I loved it. No, I loved like, it. On, on the Superman and the Spider-Man three scale, like wh- where where does this sit? Like, See, I don't think that. it is in the same scale scale because he's on his own, just working and in his Ooh. element. So it yeah. feels more natural. It's not being a jackass dancing Ooh. through the streets like Spider-Man <laughs> three was. I kind of think. <laughs> Like think like you like uh, weird analogy, but like how people operate listening to like classical music and stuff. I almost feel like that was his yeah, yeah. that character's version yeah. of that. Like uh, he will focus in this context and doing that kind of thing. It brings out his genius, kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have a problem with yeah. that. Just, and it's low key. It's not yeah, insane, yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey, right? No, it's just one of those things I wasn't expecting that to happen. And no, just to get true. like that sort of full dance scene was a bit like, okay, fair enough. Hmm. What about his yeah. costume? You know, because when he first appears, it does suggest a sort of like um, Third Reich type of um, appearance. Yeah, yeah. When he first like they even reference Men in Black yeah. at one stage, do you know what I mean? Like, like they'll turn up. Mm-hmm. You know, government agent turns up in a black suit, you know, black glasses. Oh, that's it. It's all business. His big um, overcoat and stuff, it's just... Um... A bit matrixy. But, um, yeah, but I, I like the like fact that then... then I, I, liked, I enjoyed the... But um, as he graduates through the film... I enjoyed the sort of like... The, the, the kind of like almost like touching but also abusive relationship <laughs> he's got with his assistant. Yeah. His assistant. Most of the time he's, he's abusing him. And there's like... There's a scene later on in the truck... I can't remember the what latte, leads into so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lattes, and he says, "Like, do you want a latte with like yak milks, whatever?" And he's like, "Yes, I love the way you make them." <laughs> that that cracked me up. I just thought you might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. What do I look like, an imbecile? Of course, I want a latte. I love the way you make them. But I just love the way that he he evolves that that robotic look all the way through, and then it's paid off in the stinger at the end. Like, I just think that's great. Mm. Like, you know, the, the the suit that Robotnik wears is a flight suit. You know, that kind hey, Chazzy. of thing. Chazzy. Mm. Chazzy. Rock connaissance. Rock connaissance. I know. Rock connaissance. Like a Ford. You can't let it go, can you? <laughs> it's a good pun, and he's having fun with it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I could do without him doing the, ro- the robot every 10 minutes, but, uh, you know... Other than that, he's Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, I know, but yeah, but yeah, it was um, no, it's great. I just love and like the justification for his, you know, full change at the end and stuff. I think he's great, mm. and yeah, I just think Jim Carrey knocks this one out of the park. To be fair, really enjoyed him. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Okay, I want to get into this quickly. Yeah, uh, the thing about the end you said you wanted to get into, or is this something else? So, the quill, mm. right? So he puts Sonic's quill mm. in the ship, yeah. and it you- powers up the ship, and suddenly the ship can move as fast as Sonic, mm. right? Mm. Yep. But how was Dr. Robotnik, who is just a fleshy human, suddenly able to perceive time and space on a whole new level just because his ship was powered up? But is that not the light speed theory that mm. you're still in your... You'd still be you being able to see the things that you see at, at the rate that you see them? Cause you're no, running. that's not how it works. And is that not how it, is that not like you... you no, just, no. Uh, you, you, th- th- that's like um, time... Oh, it's, I don't, we, we should probably shouldn't try and get into no, the minutiae. <laughs> there's like a physics uh, different time travel. The theory of relativity or yeah, anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But like... Um, but like time to you would still be yeah. your time, even though you're travelling at speeds yeah. faster than light, right? Yeah, it's not his mind... It wouldn't be able to change his mind's ability to be able to comprehend space and time. No. I'm going to put it to you that he isn't. It is his spaceship that is reading time. Oh, his vehicle that is I mean you could that. put in a, yeah, yeah, he's flying it you the... see him like moving the, the joystick and everything he's flying it at like I mean the ship's moving as fast as Sonic's going so like I don't know approaching the speed of light um I mean we've already like, Sonic's going as fast as he can we've already seen that he can move so fast that he can place several people in a mock baseball game no. um and suddenly Dr. Robotnik is able to comprehend Space and time at that, at that, at that speed, at that level, um, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But you know, it's a kids' film, so I'm not going to exactly. complain about it too much. <laughs> um, I'd be more weirded out yeah. by the fact that for some reason he uses a terrorist incident to solve a terrorist incident, like, yeah, and then causes one <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. I got major vibes of. Do you remember the end of um, the first? Um, oh my god, coming back to Superman. Um, the, the first Zack Snyder <laughs> Superman film. <laughs> the the end of the first Zack Snyder Superman yeah. film when he's fighting what's his Zod. face Zod? Zod. 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 and he's fighting Zod. and they're like level a city yeah. Oh, right, yeah. and yeah. like conservatively thousands of people died. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many people did Robotnik kill well, <laughs> during that it. chase with Sonic? This is it. I mean, it's to like, be fair, at to least two nine elevens. Yeah, at least Snyderverse, they go back and address that Ooh. in Batman versus Superman from his perspective. Yeah, right at the very beginning, yeah. 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 Well, actually, it's Most like the whole premise of the... They? Yeah, that's not the... No. Yeah, yeah but no. when we assume that Sonic and Robotnik are out of time, and then Sonic later on just goes back in time and saves everybody. Mm. Yeah, fast? he could he do, he fast. could do, there's yeah. No, there's no time travel element in play. No, but he's so fast. That's that's no, but he could... Like that that whole slow. sequence could have taken a second, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Just a load still, of cars like explode. You see, <laughs> yeah, in you one see second. cars exploding and stuff. Um, That'd be amazing. Yeah, all of a sudden, just like loads of cars would simultaneously explode. Just flip up in the air. Yeah. Um... The only other question I really uh, I had is, uh, well, it's not really a question; it's more of an observation. They must have had a really, really massive paycheck from Olive Garden, yeah, for the production of this yeah, film. Yeah, because d- and why? There's one thing the- having like product placement. So, like in James Bond films, everyone u- is using Sony laptops and Sony phones because it's being yeah, produced BMW by Sony or whatever. Cars and 
yeah, yeah. or whatever They're like the standard sort of product placement people drinking cans of coke or whatever yep. but they reference olive garden so many times in this film and it's the way they reference olive isn't garden. it so on the nose mm. yeah the gift certificate at the end what the fuck no, was that that's just really weird and awkward and i couldn't really get my head around yeah, yeah. There, nobody, no, there, there might even be a, nobody like, loves olive garden that much get. Like, that's, that's it's how like I put it, nobody put it down to. nobody is, has ever been it's like being like really passionate about going to Frankie and Benny's <laughs> exactly yeah. or ZZ no one cares about Olive Garden <laughs> no not enough to make this worth it kind of thing no no but um, I, I do like the fact that that guy um, from the, the like the government guy is just channeling Commandant Azad for like yeah. most of his performance <laughs> <laughs> you know well that was quite funny the old police academy film there was um, there were a few little jokes in the, throughout the few little moments that made me like like chuckle out loud and one of them was um, the wife's sister mm. the one who wants her to break up with James Marsden um, when yeah. she's tied Why? up to the chair and they they cut back oh, to yeah, her yeah. She's great. cut the chair and the kid's running around and she's like, put on my Fitbit so I can get Ooh, the steps. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but again, is that, See, that's I've, a better way to do it. Yeah, though, but that's it. Right? I thought that must be a massive <laughs> yeah. product placement, yeah. Yeah, it obviously is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, you know, it's it, that's so, a joke. Yeah. The Olive Garden thing's not a joke. Yeah. It no, says, no, it's just a weird thing that's brought up every time. And, mm. eight, it says so, here, 86 brands were mentioned are featured oh, in, the, and, in the Sonic... The Hedgehog movie. Wow. What outright mentioned? Uh, Silver wow. Hedgehog featured 86 brands, of which 15 were mentioned. I suppose there's a bunch yeah. of stuff in the bar scene, I guess. Mm. Yeah, you'll see stuff the in the brand background. of the basketball machine thing. Mm. Oh, I quite that. like the fact that there's a Sonic basketball machine. You see it in every like seaside town over here, and then he's in one, like play, like basically playing it and breaking it. I think that's yeah. great. I think it's a lovely little <laughs> reference. <laughs> But yeah, the Olive Garden thing, I don't... It doesn't make sense to me. And surely it can't be that the payoff was the joke about the gift card at the end. Because it's not even that... It's a lame payoff. Yeah, better, a honestly, seriously, a better joke would have been, here's a $50 voucher for Chili Dogs. Because at least that's mm. something yes. they put in there. And Sonic does like Chili Dogs canonically in some of the cartoons yeah. in the past. Like that would make sense, but to just pluck unless Olive Garden do chili dogs, and I don't know. I've never been. No, <laughs> no, Olive Garden is like, fam- they're not famous for them if they do, do No. They? Olive Garden is just basic bitch Italian food. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and they're famous for their endless pasta or some crap. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Don't forget the endless pasta. When <laughs> <laughs> they even reference that. My either. God. Yeah. No. They must have they must have given such a big yeah. check to the the, the you know to the the studio <laughs> for that is that another Mario dig? <laughs> uh, oh, Italian? No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. That's a stretch, though, isn't it? And like it's taken yeah. us. We've been recording for fifty minutes. It's taken us fifty minutes to figure that out. Plus, how long it's been between <laughs> watching the films to now? <laughs> well, is there something more like uh, serendipitous? Like yeah, something more just, sinister ooh. here? Like. Did Olive Garden launch a new kids menu around the same time as this film or something? <laughs> and they were like, we know what will get yeah, the, the kids in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog features 86 brands, of which 15 were mentioned in the dialogue. These name drop brands include Olive Garden, Star Wars, Amazon. Oh, yeah. The dig about the drones. Um, 
Vin Diesel and Costco. Sonic's oh, character yeah, was also Vin associated Diesel. with. Uh, oh yeah, there was a mellow yellow reference as well. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Oh, and they're looking for when she's she's like very clearly at one point looking on Zillow for apartments before they move to oh, San Francisco. Yes. Before they move to San Francisco, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, can I ask a can I ask a question? Sure. So when they and in the end sequence when they get back to uh, Green Hills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have missed this because I wasn't paying full attention, funnily enough. I do apologise for paying <laughs> my absolute attention to the film. But um mm-hmm. how ha- how do they get the entire like town on side for Sonic when he just suddenly appears? Because to me, it felt like he just popped through the ring and the entire town was there, like ready to back him up. I think, I think it's more they're just because he gets like, knocked out. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. So everyone it's, just comes it's, out it's, to see him, but then they're, but they're all instantly yeah. on side. They're not like, oh my god, here's this mad blue well, alien. It's a, like, supposed freak to be out. a small, small tight knit community, mm. isn't it? And like. James Marsden likes this this hedgehog, and we like James Marsden. So therefore, so. we like Sonic. Right, okay. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. Mm. Right. He wasn't in it enough, but I really enjoyed his, like, his partner. Mm. It's not really his partner. The dispatch guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on great. the radio. Yeah. Oh, Wade. Yeah. He was, like, mm. really dumb but really funny. That was funny yeah. with when the he, chainsaw. When there's a power cut, and he... Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. The chainsaw. What was that? Good. Chainsaw. chainsaw yeah. The crazy, whatever it is, crazy yeah. Carl or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, the dude, the chainsaw. It's like, and he, and he is absolutely real, and everyone can see him, right? Yeah, that line yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he's being, he's on the phone to to James Marsden, Marsden uh, and Doctor Robotnik and his henchmen are there. Yeah, and they, it, but it's a um, massive subversion. And he's going to leave, and he's like, "Do you want to kill me or anything? I'm going to tell everyone about this." <laughs> and when I catch you, I'll. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I think he actually um, hung up because I noticed that the light isn't on. Thank you, Officer Brainfart. If you give me a second, I can get an outside line. No, don't be bothered. You just sit there and be you. Sless. No one's gonna erase my memory here? I will tell people about this. <laughs> well, I just like the fact that, like, in every every time you ever seen that film, like that that scene in a film, it's like you, the person on the who's on the phone is like trying to give code to like, yes, they're here, but without letting them know they're here. But he just like blatantly goes, but he's too dumb. Yeah, he's too dumb for us. <laughs> he just goes, yeah, and they're right here. You know, <laughs> I just love that. Yeah, he was a fun he character. Was a great character. I, yeah, definitely. I'd yeah. be back for the second one. Gets a bit more, bit more time. Cause that's great. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like there was um, uh, the there were. Uh, this is weird. I, um, I gave I gave it the same score on Letterbox as I did for Detective Pikachu, and on second watch, I probably gave it a bit of a low score. I think it's better than Detective Pikachu as a, as a film. It's a more coherent mm. film. Um, that flows better with a better overall cast. Um, Sonic's not as fun as Pikachu is, and there's less like individual standout <clears throat> like fun moments than there were in Detective Pikachu. Yeah. But overall, I think it's a much, oh yeah, a much more cohesive film. Yeah, because Detective <sighs> Pikachu falls falls apart halfway through. Yeah, yeah, and never really 
When we're talking whenever ratings, he recovers. what ratings did you give them on Labs? I gave them both two and a half stars oh, uh, okay. out of five, but I think Sonic's probably a three-star three, film. Yeah. yeah, you see, I gave it a three the first time I watched it and a two the second time, so I'm in oh, wow. about the oh, same wow. ballpark as you. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just found the second watch a little bit more boring because I knew what was coming and... And this maybe, is what I was saying earlier. It felt like it dragged a little bit in in, in places. Yeah, like I was bored like halfway through this rewatch, and I do think I wonder if part of it was being in the cinema for the first watch because it was kind of cute seeing like kids getting super excited at bits that happened and laughing mm. and stuff, and then just sitting at home watching on my own was just like, well, this is shit, isn't it? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's the same thing. I kind of wonder about. I referenced it before about Spider Man No Way Home. I kind of wonder if. Because when I went to see that, it was like three days before we went back into another lockdown here and everyone knew we were going into it. So the cinema was packed Just and charged, people were yeah. screaming Ooh. at everything. And I wonder how that stuff will land, like not in a cinema. Um, mm. so I kind of want the same thing. But yeah, we're in about the same ballpark. Like I gave it two or three. Mm. I can't remember what I gave Detective Pikachu. I feel like I gave it a higher score than that. Mm. But then you are right, that film does fall off a cliff. Yeah, the back in the left. Yeah, the moment they leave Rhyme City, that film kind of falls apart a little bit. Uh, Oh, I gave Detective Pikachu a three. So yeah, they're all there about the same as you are. Uh, I think they're both films that are better than they have any right to be. But I think this is a better basis for the sequel as well. Like If you tried to sequelise Detective Pikachu, I couldn't tell you where the hell that would go. No, right. This Where definitely sets up a okay. sequel. Yeah, up, the yeah. ro- just the robotic mm-hmm. stuff and tails appearing, and then now that we, I guess, a trailer has dropped for the sequel that this comes out like, later this I will year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. At the um, yeah. at the yeah, Game April. Awards, um, Ben Schwartz came out on stage and oh, introduced the trailer yeah. at, at Jeff Keighley's Christmas Bonanza. Yeah, I was going to say, people won't be surprised to hear that I don't watch the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> so I the did Keelys. not know there was a Sonic trailer at the Game Awards. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, Indris Elba's yeah. going to play Knuckles in it, which is a pretty good casting, I think. Yeah, um, and I think they have the original Tails voice actress. I'm not just, sure. Yeah, I just think yeah. that, like, it's the same person yeah. that's in that teaser at the end of the, the in the mid credits. Yeah. Um, yeah, first one. I think so. But because there's extra characters now, they can sp- spread it around a bit more as well. And like you say, it's yeah. not just like Ooh. a two-man re- right two-man road trip, right? So uh, yeah, I think it'll it'll go. I'm hoping it'll go by a bit quicker. Ooh. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. And there's obviously going to be a bit of a split story, right? Um, like Knuckles. There's going to be a turn. There's going to be a Knuckles and, turn in there at some point. Yeah, and like Robotnik, whatever he's up to in the mushroom yeah. zone stuff he's up know. to rock connoissance no, I think I'll gloss <laughs> that's over what that. he's up to I, I generally think that, that that'll literally be like a five minute scene of him like bosh 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 right, oh you I'm think back. he'll be yeah. back in yeah. earth before you know it? oh yeah 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 you can't like, or he'll just like, make introduce the mushroom references early. every now and then like you yeah. know all, all the way through the film he'll be referencing different mushroom related like things puns yeah or it opens with guy. like yeah yeah, yeah. or like it opens with a like a montage of him yeah, like surviving on the mushroom planet and building whatever the thing he's going to do to get back. I'm assuming he finds a chaos discovering angle. knuckles because yeah. Yeah, underneath maybe, yeah. the mushroom zone in Sonic Three or Sonic and Knuckles, whichever way you play it, there is a uh, chaos emerald like temple. 
right. uh, that Knuckles yeah. kind of comes out of or something. I forget. Or maybe Knuckles goes into and Sonic goes in after him. So I'm assuming that's going to be there and that's how he befriends Knuckles Ooh. and manipulates him or something. Um, well, he has got a yeah. quill, hasn't he? He's got the quill. With him. Yeah, he's got the quill as well. Yeah. Power, whatever it is. But mm. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. looking at some of these quotes from Robotnik. I was just looking at it. was <laughs> quite funny. One of them, like, I was spitting out formulas while you were spitting up formula. And Tom, <laughs> James oh, yes. Brown, I was breastfed actually. Nice, rub that in my orphan face, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a that weird little bit of dialogue <laughs> when um, when he's first he's like pretending to be the power guy. Yeah. And James Marsden's like, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, what was it, Detective Wachowski or whatever, uh, or Wachowski. Um, but people call me, my friends call me, my call me Tim, Ooh. except for the dentist who calls me Tom, and I have like that yeah. whole thing. Um, yeah, I loved that. Just yeah, there were lots of little moments that were like very well written dialogue. Oh, Rob wasn't it? Much better yeah. than I expected. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, they let Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But didn't actually. But it sounds like they didn't just go like, "Now, nah, can you just do that again?" But like, like twenty percent more. They just like just left <coughs> him at the, where he wanted to be. Which was, I guess they had I mean, to in some yeah. respects because he needed something to build up to, didn't he? Because he goes crazier mm-hmm. as he gets the yeah, power. But even when of he the goes world. crazy, he's not like full. Mask, Ace Ventura, like manic, like you know, might be more in feels sequel, like he should be right? on meds, right? Whereas, yeah, I yeah. don't, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be, he's not not gonna go that far with it. But that's good, yeah. you know, because he is a reserved guy. Because he'd have been on a mushroom planet, right? Yeah, that's it. yeah, exactly. At the end of the film, he looks like his head is a bag of cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> giant mustache. Yeah. He's talking to a rock. That's great. Do you yeah, think we're going to let him really loose uh, in the sequel? I think they'll no, let him I loose. don't think they will. I, I think they will. I, I th- nah. Well, have you not seen the trailer? No, I haven't seen the trailer yet, no. Oh, okay, all right. You should watch the trailer. Mm. Unless unless you want to completely avoid any... Well, oh, yeah, because you know, you know Knuckles, Sonic 2 is the film you want to be spoiler-free for, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm avoiding all spoilers for that. <laughs> but you should watch the trailer then. I'm actually um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll go to the cinema... To nah. watch it, but like uh, as soon as it's on streaming services, yeah, I will sit down watch the hell out of this quite happily. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is more than can be said for a lot of video game films that yeah. we have watched. Yeah, doing uh, this Ballyhoo nonsense. I think this might be the first video game film I even saw in the cinema. I can't. Oh, I you might have seen the first Resident Evil in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I went to the cinema to see the first Resident Evil. But then, other than that, what else would you? Have, what else would have got you running to the cinema? I would have probably have gone to the cinema if it hadn't been in the middle of the pandemic when they re- decided to release it in theaters for some fucking weird reason. I would have gone to the cinema to see Monster Hunter, even knowing who directed. Oh it. right, yeah, I still got to watch that. It's on Prime over here. It's been on my list. It's for ages. rough. <laughs> it's rough, but it's worth watching. It's got Ron Perlman in. Wow. <laughs> what the. Mm. Okay. I know. <laughs> Please tell me he's one of the monsters. No. <laughs> he's just Rathalos or something. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need any makeup. No. He just got. He just comes it's out. Pump, he's got and a he's just face massive. like a rock, yeah. doesn't he? Well, I might have just dressed him up better as a Hellboy or something. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. He was Beast in an old TV yeah, adaptation. Yeah, I remember of, that. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast with. Uh, 
with, with what's Linda her face? Hamilton. Sarah Connor yeah, from Linda Terminator. Hamilton. I just watched yeah. Terminator today. Linda Hamilton. Wait, no, what? Like, honestly, yeah, do you not it was seen on it? like oh, I never eight, heard eight o'clock it. on a Sunday, like Saturday or a Sunday night on like ITV, <laughs> and it's proper eighties, like overproduced, and he's like the, the yeah. handsome lead. Like kind of monster. Oh, I think this was was this pre-Terminator. Honestly, it was massive. Like huge hair, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah she's, this is like Linda Hamilton hair from like the first Terminator. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, about yeah, the, yeah. Like sort of eight. I want to say it's eighty six, eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And I guess Terminator. I guess Terminator one is eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. 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 So, yeah oh wow! Is, I didn't uh, realize it was that old. Fucking. Set in the modern world, wasn't it? So it was always that, and um, there was like a Robin Hood adaptation. Like, um, How are we talking about time. this? Yeah. This has got nothing to do with <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> uh, 80s TV um, shows. We're yeah. just going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, it is. There's three seasons of this show. No, honestly, it was massive. Yeah. I'm yeah, not joking. It was, it was absolutely mm. ginormous at the time. This was the, I think that was the thing that put Ron Perlman on the map. Yeah. Before he was in wow. films and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Someone just spotted him in the street, I guess, and thought, like, well, we'll save on the makeup budget if we cast him as the beast. <laughs> okay. There you go. Right. I got to do some reading on Wikipedia, but before we do that, does anybody have thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog that they haven't already shared? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this worked out well. This yeah. Mm. You know, it's, because it, yes. it had the it had a, the chance to really be a massive car crash. Or yeah. a wasted opportunity, and actually, you know, after seeing it, I'm thinking, and now, like you say, I want to see the sequel off the back of it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased so that it, it turned out well. But also, Mario you know, like, movie in advance of, this. well, in advance of seeing the film, when you when you look at the casting, you see like, okay, it's Ben Schwartz as as uh, hmm. Sonic and as uh, James Marsden's going to be his like companion through the film and Jim Carrey's playing Dr. Robotnik you think okay I can see that casting hmm. the casting for the Mario film is still just buck wild yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> nonsense the thing is I can't utter nonsense with that cast I can't see where that film's going I don't no, know if it it's like anything they I don't think like is it like a Jumanji where they're getting they all get drawn into a game is it like just straight up, we're just 3D in the Mushroom Kingdom, that's it. Like, I don't know, I mean, they can do whatever like, they want. I mean, yeah. Mario's a character, again, who doesn't have like, doesn't yeah. have a character outside of rescuing Princess Peach. And yeah, I mean... He has, like, what, half a dozen lines? the TV show, right? So the TV show established that he, they, they were Italian plumber, like, yeah, plumber, that Italian... Like the TV show hey, Pazano, you know, that, that was never yeah. a thing. That was, like, Sony... Sony... A Nintendo, um, like US, just trying to make something out of the pieces that they had. Like they knew he was a plumber, yeah. and then they sort of, you know, and and like Mario, and I think it was like, wasn't it? Uh, it was his like Mario. He's called Mario because of their landlord or something, or something like that. Something like that for the designers, and then yeah, yeah, because that's pretty. He was Jump Man. Yeah, that's it, right? So I think it was like it was always established he was like an Italian plumber, but that was it. And then just like Nintendo Mm. of America, just like went right, we're doing this, and then didn't really need a lot of sign. Didn't really go back to the Japan for a lot of sign off. I remember there was a lot of stuff like that back like back in the day. That's why we get like Mario Two's been. There's like two different versions of like Mario. That's one's harder than the other, and all that kind of stuff. 
because of like basically just like Nintendo USA and you know they're back and forth with Nintendo Japan so like yeah so that's where that got established so it doesn't have to necessarily be hey Bazano but then also it doesn't need to be like Charles Martinet woohoo kind of like no it won't Mario be it won't either. be at all you don't you don't hire Chris Pratt to do no, that exactly no. so it's going to be its he own third thing which yeah you know. <clears throat> but I don't know it, it, it could be good it, it could be I don't particularly like Chris Pratt he's he's fine in certain roles but um, he's been pretty poor in more often yeah. than he's been funny mm. um, the rest of the cast is all a bit dumb as well <laughs> fucking Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong yeah um, who is he he's playing Jack Black he's playing it, um, Bowser. Bowser Jack Black isn't it yeah. yeah okay that's more sure um, I mean he's good as Poe so like I'll give it like I've got hopes for that what is I it? Uh, yeah, I don't hate Jack Black. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. That's really weird. weird. Is Cranky Kong going to be like a kind of um, hipster character from Portland? From Portland, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what Fred Armisen does. Yeah, his entire thing on that is being different types of hipster characters. Because well, and they'll, yeah. they'll definitely play off the like <laughs> he's the original Donkey Kong. You know, blah, so. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, no, it could, it, it could be no. good. But but like, I have less faith in that film based on the the casting the than I did on making? this film based on the casting. Sorry, yeah. that's the minions the people minions. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the <laughs> illumination or whatever. Yeah, so it's the French. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Maybe they'll make a banger, but who knows? Mm. Yeah, it'll make money, but um, yeah. I'm both out this year more, as well. Is that this year? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, well, it's maybe they haven't even. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a long, uh, yeah, a long way off, far yeah. enough away for it to. But ironically, yeah, this so. film has given me more hope for that film now than you know because mm. most video game Cause films, let's be honest, they're awful, right? right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm more, and I say this as someone who was raised on Nintendo and loves Mario and doesn't really have any af- any affection for Sonic. I'm more excited for the second Sonic film than I am for the Mario film. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy this. It's coherent. It follows a pattern, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. there's yeah. a set storyline. It's not going to turn up trees and write, rewrite rules and stuff, record books, but it's solid. And as a mm. kid's movie with a bit of jokes for you, the adults, it's, it does what it needs to do, gets in there, sets it all up and leaves and sets it up for the sequel. And that's what mm. it's designed to do, yep. really. It's not going to do anything else. And yeah, mm. pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. Mm. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's what it needed to be. It needed to be fun and entertaining um, with enough chuckles along the way. And it, it ticked those boxes. Mm. It's a yep. solid 7 out of 10. Yes, definitely. Yeah, as we've said. Definitely an yeah, upper half five, for video five. game films, anyway. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It's one of the better video game films we've seen, yeah. for sure. <laughs> In terms of like. An actual film. There's probably some other ones that I've watched that I enjoyed more just because they were so fucking dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, they're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like uh, yeah. Alone in the Dark. Oh, <laughs> one with Christine Slater. Christine <laughs> Slater and uh, Tanya Reed. Yeah, Tara Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the uh, Dead or Alive film. In fact, yep. any film based on a fighting game. Oh, love it. Cool. Oh, wait. Yeah. It's, have any of you seen the Mortal Kombat film from last year? No. 
No, no. I do want genuinely to do good film. Like good, kind of doesn't. It's weird that they had made like an outsider character that's like the main character when it could have just been like yeah. Liu Kang, like it is in other film yeah. and other adaptations of it. But to see the original, uh, the original really good. combat film in the cinemas. So there's part of me is like yeah. I need to see the other one just to kind of have a yeah. point of comparison. It's genuinely but. a good film. Maybe we should do that as the next episode. Yeah, man. Which one, the original or the new one? The original first. Well, back to then... back. There's three of them. We could do them back to back. There's a we're sequel. Not doing, to... We're not talking about Annihilation. Screw that. <laughs> Garbage. We'll talk, yeah, we could do the first one and the new one. Yeah. yeah. As, a, as a double bill. Yeah. yeah. Just do yeah, my podcast, sure. maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we have waffled on long enough, guys. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything they would like to promote or say to the listeners before we say farewell? Um, I would like to say, uh, with all sincerity, from the bottom of my heart, rock connaissance. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. right. Just to sign off. Cool. Yeah. Well, no, no, nothing. Nothing. Go to Lapse Gamer tw- on Twitch. See what we're up to. Um, yeah. Most yeah. nights, most days of the week. Yeah. And, uh, oh, website. check out our. Website, yeah, yeah. Andy's top ten mm. just went up, didn't it? Yep, yeah, he did. Um, so yeah, and we'll have more stuff to come. And we've got some very cool episodes coming up in the next, like over the next, I guess, yeah. few weeks, like six weeks or so. Yep. We've got some really cool mm-hmm. stuff. So keep listening. <laughs> um, and that's it. So right. thank you very much, guys. Um, I'll see you in like another hundred episodes to talk about Sonic again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sonic too. Yeah. All right, bye, bye guys. Man, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Reconnaissance! <laughs> Come on! Cheer up! Blue Streak speeds by Sonic the Hedgehog. Too fast for the naked eye. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, he's got an attitude, Sonic.